We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, you hear that song. You know what day it is. You know what time it is. It's time to all come together and whatever we're mad about, get it off our chest. 800-636-1067, Landfill, 800 um, I'm, I'm curious if we have phone line issue. I'm getting tweets from people saying, asking me about the phone lines, 800-636-1067. Or, or if you're having trouble, there may be an issue, something to consider there. Um, I, I'd like to kind of start here, Brian, if I may. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm curious what you think about this. Uh, uh, first, I want to read what Tailgate Ted said. Um, Ted said, can I send an early bleep you to all the Cowboys fans that will be at FedEx Field this weekend but have never been to Dallas and couldn't find it on a map? Uh-huh. Um, you certainly can. Bleep you to all those folks that are the most bandwagon of bandwagon Cowboys fans. Um, I think, you know, we see it year after year after year. I think more so with that team than any other team. Um Maybe Steelers fans, too. There's a lot of Steelers fans that have probably never been to Pittsburgh. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be packed with Cowboys fans. It's going to be t- difficult to deal with. I just hope when Sonny Jurgensen gets honored at halftime of this game, I hope everybody is cool and Show respectful. Some respect. Yeah, absolutely. He deserves it. Um, the team looks like it's selling some pretty cool gear for Jurgensen's return. Um, that I, I assume will be uh, available at the game on on Sunday, um, and and hopefully you know folks that want some are, are able to take care of it. Um, I, I I did want to start um, with some bleep use B, and I, I don't want to be out of line on this. We had at, at least in the sports world, in the NFL world, something. Tragic went down Monday night mm-hmm. when, um, you know, Hamlin, it, it was terrifying when DeMar Hamlin went down like yeah. that. And and I think in the immediacy, by and large, almost everybody said, did the right thing. Um, I, I was really impressed with the ESPN coverage I was that too. night. I, I, I think Van Pelt, Ryan Clark absolutely crushed it. I thought Scott Van Pelt was perfect for the moment. I think Joe Buck and Troy Aikman did well. I think the studio crew of, of Susie Colbert, Booger McFarlane, and Adam Schefter did well. Yep. Like I, I was largely impressed, right? Yep. Um, and I'm not even going to get into the Bayless tweet from that night that get, gathered so much negative attention. But in the days that have followed, you do see some people 
like in the olden times, they called it like profiteering, where like war profiteering, like back in the Civil War, they called it carpet bagging. But people that try to take advantage of like terrible situations. Yeah. yeah. And I, I do think you still see some of that. Nowadays, it's more like kind of clout chasing or engagement chasing, whatever it is. Oh, yeah. But the, the thing that perhaps bugged me the most or, or at least a lot um, and, and I'm at point of this out, and, and I think it's pretty fair. Um, Bart Scott tried to blame the the incident on T. Higgins because of the way he, like, ducked his shoulder and in turn ducked his helmet. His, his, his to... shoulder hit him. It wasn't yeah. the helmet that hit him. His shoulder hit him. Totally, man. And, and it's just like, what are you doing here? And, and, and maybe refs – need to maybe refs need to you know calm. That, don't even go ahead you refs don't need to go anywhere because nothing was done wrong on that play by either person nothing at all and i just hate to even invoke that in this type of situation i just think that some players better be careful they try to say the most outlandish s that they can say right so they can get uh liked because they see it happen with other people or a lot of I, i've had situation where the producer wants you to go a certain way. I don't believe it. I'm not saying it. I don't believe in it. I'm not discussing it. You know, right. oh, if you have an argument back and forth, if I don't have a disagreement, I'm not going to disagree. The hell am I going to get on TV and on radio and, and act for it? I think we can both agree on something and you going to say it the way you said it. I said it the way I said That's entertaining enough. But I'm not going to lie. And I think Bart gets caught up in a little that crap a little bit. Well, and, and and there's one other thing that has bugged me in this, um, and I'm gonna re- this this one is specifically from Vox, but I've seen this from non non sports news outlets that I I mean unfortunately our news has has gone in a dangerous direction. We try to sensationalize most things, um, but there's. The tweet says this, DeMar Hamlin is awake and has shown remarkable improvement but is still critically ill, the Buffalo Bills said this morning. And I I haven't read the article. I'm just looking at the tweet. Um, Dylan Scott writes why America's obsession with football will only lead to more similar injuries. Is that possible? Yes. But I've been watching football for, call it 30 years, 30-plus years. You've been – Involved I've in the game of football, football for, since I was ten years old, and I've never I'm, seen that. Never seen anything like this. It, it is a, it is a one in probably ten, twenty million chance of of what happened Monday night happening. That's not to say there won't be other injuries, there won't be other scary situations, but to try to like capitalize on what happened Monday night and turn it into a football issue and and how this is only going to keep happening. Please, there's there's other ways to try to get attention. News was at one time a, a noble job, being a reporter and things of that nature. Right now, everybody goes into the scare tactics. And I was asked a question the other night. As soon as this happened, like, would you let your kids? Well, if you had a son, would you let him play football? I said, hell yeah, I would. And I say, they say, why? I say, because I played it. It did a lot of good for me because my dad made sure I knew the fundamentals and the coaches I had at a young age. Make sure I knew the fundamentals. Now, you go in there with the, the belief and understanding about the, the, the injuries to your ailment, to your, 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 your legs, your arms, things like that. You don't think that far ahead. Now, 
Okay, could he have changed that one? We don't know. You know, he got caught in a certain situation. And when they tell you that your heart basically contracts, and when it gets ready to beat right at that moment, if you take a blunt blow, that's what happens. How many times does that automatically happen to people? I heard about somebody it happened in uh, one, not the same exact way, but guy in hockey had the type of situation. I mean, uh, in uh, it was a golf. No, 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 not golf. Soccer, and then something with lacrosse. But you start going through it. It's called commodus uh, cordis, Cardio, which is yeah. uh, this is what people are assuming now. No doctor has said this. It's called concussion of the heart. So just like all the guys that have played football all these years. There are some people that didn't get a concussion. There are some people that get multiple concussions. But if you really listen to the regular media today, every time somebody gets tackled, they get a concussion. Everybody right. that plays football going to get CTE. That's not a fact. Right. And just like this situation, everybody that get tackled, well, this would not happen. And I would say this. This kid, okay, Jeff. Jeff's mom used to be in paramedics and stuff. Guy in boxing got punched in the chest right around the same time. That happened to him. He went back to boxing again. And this is, listen, I know many people are saying, I wish DeMar Hammer never go back to football. I pray to God that he's healthy enough that he can't wait to get back on the football field. Because to me, that right there will tell me everything was cured and well. See what I'm saying? Because totally. it, it just, people like to try to capitalize. And I would say this to a lot of these it's news It's just people, people trying to capitalize on something. News people, you got all the, all the assets to get all the news you want. Get news before you open your damn mouth because half of them don't know what they're talking about when it comes to this sport and injuries. Right. I, 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 t- I totally agree. And I just I wanted to kind of just get that off my chest because it's really been bothering me all week. Um, generally, we hit lighter tones during Bleep You Thursday. We're going to try to do that now um, to help us do it. Uh, let's go to Numb Clown. Numb Clown will get us going on a Bleep You Thursday. Numb Clown, what up, man? Who you hey, mad what's at? Going on, How you doing today? Doing good, brother. How you doing? Oh, I can't complain. You know, it's just another work day. Um, so real quick, so since we know Sam Howell starting the game, um, I, which I'm happy about, I just know, like, just listen to you guys' show for so long, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know it's going to be somebody who's going to call in if they win the game. Like, see, Sam Howell did this, this. If he put him in earlier, you know what I'm saying? We won all the day. You don't know that. You don't know that. But I want to give an early bleep you to that caller <laughs> wow. who's going to call in and say that. Because I know somebody's going to say, I, I'm, I'm willing to put a whole paycheck on it. The wow. preemptive bleep you. Hey, I like he, that he, he will, He's willing to <laughs> bleep you to somebody. I love it. <laughs> um, thanks for the call, buddy. Right, Let's bro. go to uh, our guy Jeremiah is in Fairfax. What's up, Jerry? Hey, how y'all doing? Thanks for having me on. Uh, real quick, B-Mid, I heard you talking about commodio cordis. Yeah. It has to happen within 40 milliseconds of the heartbeat, so you know what you're talking about. Yeah. I'm not a doctor, but it is something that exists. But, yes. So, anyway, my bleep you Thursday, it goes to Roger Goodell, Dan Snyder, and Northern Virginia traffic. Three people I dislike, and one thing I dislike very, very much. Thank you so much. Have a good Thursday. All right, bro. <laughs> I mean, what are three – how do you put Goodell, Snyder, and Northern Virginia traffic in the same sentence? It's only it's only on Bleep You Thursday. Yes, indeed. Um, Brian, I hope you're prepared. Uh, we do have an NFL owner on the line, Jera, uh-uh. from Arlington, Texas, I believe. Hello, Jera. How do you do, sir? Brian Mitchell and uh, J.P. Finley. Uh, listen, I wasn't going to call in until I heard that fat-ass 
Ted, tailgate Ted, whatever the hell he calls himself. <laughs> that bastard's just upset he ain't pulling his George Foreman out, going to travel somewhere to watch a playoff game. <laughs> hey, Ted, where you're sitting at in the division, you can clearly see my ass. So kiss it. <laughs> you just insulted every damn Cowboy fan in the DMV, which is my second largest fan base. So go cook a hot dog or uh, whatever the hell you want. And uh, watch all them Cowboy fans take over uh, FedEx Field, fat boy. All right, I got to go. Y'all have a go. Jarrah coming strong. I- I'd like to point out that Tailgate Ted is not fat. I, I feel like that is oh, that man. is fair to add to this conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, Jarrah, Ted, you Jarrah just caught some serious shrapnel, Yeah, bro. he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go to Harold is in D.C. What's up, Harold? Hey, JP, I got two. One quick, I got two of them, JP. One quick one. Bleep you sure. for making me follow Jera. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> that is tough and, to and follow. The second one is the second one is Deron Rivera for making me sweat. I bought a futures ticket, man, starting over two and a half quarterbacks for the Red, for the uh, Commanders this year, and that bastard almost made me miss it with that BS. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! JD, Don't you, worry, you will collect J- on Sunday. JP, did Harold. you put money on that? You should have. We no, talked about I just, it. I, I mean, I say it every year, dude. But we so talked about uh, it, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I I might bet that every year until until I my hair goes bald and gray, man. Um, I mean, this is three straight, at least three straight quarterbacks for the gray is coming real soon. Believe me. For what the fourth straight year? No, I'm saying the gray is coming soon. I, I'm aware of Your that. Hair. I'm saying how many straight years is this at least three quarterbacks? Oh, uh, it's been over four already, I think. Dude, it's since so Kirk left Kirk left at the end of seventeen, right? Yeah, so it's well over four. So that's eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty one, twenty two. I mean that is outrageous. And twenty one and twenty two as well. <laughs> You're such a jerk. Bleep you to, bleep bleep you to you. <laughs> Um, I mean, Kirk left. Kirk's last year was seventeen. Yeah, and they've start they've gone at least three deep for five straight seasons. Yep. I I wonder if any NFL team has ever done that. Um, I, I do. B, if you or the boys in the aquarium have a bleep, you I I, I certainly want to give everybody equal opportunity here. I, I, listen, I'm, I'm just gonna say this. Okay, I understand that uh, Twitter is where people what a, what a, what a, what a, what a the social media gangsters and the Twitter thugs and all them, and, you know, they go to to try to flex their muscle. But every once in a while, there are situations that happen in the world that don't need any BS going on with it. Just like the kid, DeMar Hamlin, the other night, I saw some people putting stuff, and they, they had the same sentiment as a, uh, as a Skip Bayless. They only cared about the football, you know. But when, when you heard uh, Sean Merriman talking, most people in this country, most that saw that game, they sat there and they saw a human being, and it changed their mind. Even if they didn't like the Bills or like the game or whatever, they felt for the person. But there are others out there that want to just say stupid things, stupid asinine things. And that that's certain people like Skip Bayless, that's his, that's his uh, audience right there. So, you know, every once in a while just chill with your stuff because you're going to say something on Twitter and you're going to say it and know, somebody's going to know who you are. And they've been affected by something of the nature, and it's not going to be too pretty for you. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Um, 
Aquarium boys, you got any bleep views or you want me to keep going on the phones? I know Jeff sometimes has anger he'd like to work through. Nah, man, I'm good today. Jeff's good? Okay, you just signed up to get your ass kicked a couple times. <laughs> yeah, outside of that, that's going to be the bleep you. He's going to be telling the ink pen, why did you fail me? <laughs> um, all right, let's go to uh, James is in Stafford. James, what's up, man? You're on with Beamish and Finley. Jay, how you doing? Hey, fellas, what's up? Um, just want to bleep you to the person that hit me on New Year's and totaled my car, drunk driver, second time, DUI. Wow. Well, I'm at home resting. I enjoy y'all's show, and um, I'm listening to it, and I wanted to call in and tell everybody I'm good and recovering, man, but she totaled my whole car, and it's rough, brother, but we'll get. I'll get through it. Yep, we're glad you're helping, Sorry, man. man. We're glad you, you, you take you're your still time here, and brother. glad you're like okay, that. dude. Yeah, absolutely. Bleep you to that person. Hey, JP. Um, let's – yo, what? I, I actually do have a bleep you. Hold on. We might – we got to get to Josh in California, I think. Um, I, apparently, Josh in California on line three is imperative to get on bleep you Thursday. What's up, Josh? <laughs> What's up, guys? How you doing, man? Yeah, I want to follow on to what B. Mitch said about Skip Bayless. That, um, but this isn't for the reason that he – you know, your reason – the disrespect he's shown towards Shannon Sharp on that show over the past, I'd say, months is above and beyond. Uh, this is a man that, you know, he, he pulled himself up by his bootstraps, just like his brother. And the things that he's had to overcome in his life to put himself in a position where he is today. I, you know, it, it's not just professional athletes. You just don't disrespect people that have done that in their lifetime. And... My my outright just bleep you to Skip Bayless because he just he I think he dismisses him because of he doesn't he lacks the journalistic credentials that he might he feels that he has. It's just so disrespectful and beyond the pale and it makes me sick sometimes. But you know, anyways, um, I hope you all are doing well. Um, best of, best of good new, new year for you both. Okay. Appreciate you, man. Hey, thanks a lot, Josh. I. Uh... I, I agree with you, man. I I wonder how that's going to go down because I, I don't see Skip continuing to kind of put up with all that S. I mean, Shannon. Um, yeah, sorry. I don't well, see he, he, like, he, he, just, he came back. He wasn't on the show Monday. He came back yesterday or Tuesday, tried to say something, and Skip basically just, you know, interrupted him, interrupted him, and then he, he doubled down on his comments from the other day. So, you know, hey. But you know how people do that when they're on TV? Because they got backup in that sense. Right. Um, quick break from us. Peter Rosenberg, the king of New York, joins us. I can't wait to get Rosenberg's stance on Sam Howell starting QB. Don't go anywhere. It's B. Mitchell Finley. Hey, it's Brian Mitchell here. One of the things I love about betting on the NFL is that I'm always finding new players or game props that I like. And what's cool about FanDuel Sportsbook is you can combine these props with other bets from the same game to score an even bigger payout. Perfect for this Sunday's Saturday and Sunday's game because we have games – over on the weekend, and a lot of them at that. You can go with the overpassing yards of Sam Howell since he's going to be the starter this weekend. How about a running back anytime touchdown? You got to look at a new running back, maybe Jerry Patterson. How about the, the pass receiving yards, De'Ami Brown or Jahan Dotson? And the over total points, 40.5. And I have to throw this one in there. How about the money on Dak Prescott to throw an interception? Same game, Paul, is just one of the reasons why I bet with FanDuel. It's easy to use. It's li- you have live betting. My friends love it. And when you have fast withdrawals, when you win, FanDuel pays you your winnings fast. There's no feeling like nailing a same-game parlay bet. 
So lock in your bet today on FanDuel Sportsbook. If you're new to FanDuel, sign up today with promo code Brian for your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's promo code Brian, B-R-I-A-N. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 1067 The Fan. You have to be 21 years old and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as a non-withdrawable free bet that expires 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. B. Bishop Finley, 1067 The Fan. Right now, like he does every Thursday at 1.30, we're lucky enough to have our boy, Mr. Peter Rosenberg, join us on the program. You know him on social media as Rosenberg Radio. He is on Hot 97 and ESPN New York, all over the WWE. This dude wears about a billion hats. Peter, what's up, man? Thanks for joining us. It's really hard to come on after Bayou a Drink is playing because everyone listening right now would rather hear – yeah, every come on. I, I, no one wants to hear me after hearing that. <laughs> That's a fair point. Nobody wants, certainly doesn't want to hear me. Um, so <laughs> I, I want to start with kind of the most important story of the week, and it, it seems like there's some good news coming out about DeMar Hamlin at this point and his road to recovery. Um, just, I mean, we, we've never seen anything like it. But to have to kind of react throughout the week and, and then try to move forward, you know, how do you think the NFL has handled all of this? Because I think they've done fairly well, all things considered. Yeah, no, no, so do I. The, the, the most interesting piece, I suppose, guys, is will we ever find out exactly what the decision-making process was leading up to the game being postponed? Mm-hmm. Was that an NFL decision, or was that a player saying, we're not playing, so the NFL was like, ah, we can no longer make the players do whatever we want them to do. Because I firmly believe that if this was five years ago, guys, maybe even less, maybe even three years ago, they would have played that game. I really do. I, I really believe that. I, I truly believe that now players have been empowered in, um 
in a way which is great, where their voices are, are just heard, because I think everybody in this country, um, people's voices generally are getting heard more. And I think the NFL knew they, were, they weren't in control of this. The players were. So I can't sit here and give the, the NFL credit yet, because I really don't know what the impetus was. I think um, Troy Vincent, because I, I read something where he said there was never a, 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 a call or anyone telling anybody we're getting ready to play this game. He just felt that at that point, normally when people leave the field, that they give the guys a certain level of time. He said, but once they started calling them, he already assumed the game was over. Because I can recall another time, the only time I remember a game being called, Troy was the president of the union. I was a on that team with him, me, him, Brian Dawkins, and uh, Tony Siragusa, all these guys, we were playing the Ravens in a preseason game where we say the game is not going to be played because they had that horrible feel in Philly. And that game was canceled. And I think he he probably had a mindset a little different than those other people up there in, uh, what, Park Avenue, wherever the damn yeah. office is. Yeah, no, I agree. And, and, and I do think – I do like Troy Vincent, and, and I – do believe his part was probably in the right place but like this this conversation you know the the theme that everyone kept repeating over and over again was obviously this is bigger than football we don't care about football right now yeah. and obviously anyone with a soul was only concerned about demar hamlin every secondary but we also have to be realistic about the level of industry that we're talking about yeah because yeah, I mean, guys are put at risk every single day, and it's all about the almighty dollar. So I just – it was a nice day, but let's not start pretending as if the NFL isn't concerned about the money moving forward because that's always going to be the thing. And I'm not even necessarily begrudging them for that. That is – that's reality. Certainly, certainly. And, you know, the big picture, the most what's most important is that Hamlin continues to improve and, 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 and ideally full recovery and whatever else comes for him in his life he, he's able to get. Um, let's switch it back to the field because obviously, I mean, you and I have texted and stuff, but we haven't talked to you since a really disappointing Week 18 loss to the uh, – Week 17, rather. Since, since decision gates. Yeah. Um, how are you feeling about your Washington Commanders these days, Peter? Well, uh, first of all, you guys were both brilliant on Sunday night. I thought both of you were at your best um, in, in your coverage of it on NBC. Uh, it was it, – I told JPB, Mitch, like I felt better after I watched him ranting and raving like a lunatic on TV <laughs> because, because that was how I felt. Like, you know, I've only been with my fiancé now for a, a couple of years. She's only been through a couple of seasons with me. And she had not seen me like that before. Like, she was, did not want to come in the living room. I was throwing things. I was legitimately out of control. And so when I watched JP go off, I went, oh. And you were saying in your report, other the fans were angry. And I'm like, oh, I'm not alone. This was one of the most anger-inducing games. And there have been, guys, I've been through every single bad one. This one hit so hard because we all knew, even though I got on the radio with you, radio with you last week and I, I understood the Wentz decision, we all knew it was just likely not going to go well. And the part that really frustrated me was you guys were able to make the decision on Monday 
to move on from Carson Wentz. Why weren't you able to do that at halftime? Exactly. Because that was still a winnable football game. Right. No. That's what bothers me the most. I mean, between that, you know, listen, there's a lot of things to be mad about. Kendall Fuller's uh, quote-unquote attempt at a tackle on that touchdown was incredibly disappointing. But the truth of the matter is they went into this whole Wentz thing with the idea of spark. Everyone in this league who even watches this team occasionally knows that the spark that they get for comes from Taylor Heineke. Mm-hmm. It may not be because he's a great quarterback, but if you want to talk about spark, the dude who does that is number four. And the idea that they went to Wentz and cost us a season, man, things are not guaranteed in this league. We don't know how long we're going to have the group that we have at wide receiver, how long we're going to have the group that we have up front. We just saw what happened with Chase Young. This was a year where they could have done something fun and treated the fans to something, and they absolutely booted it. And as JP said so eloquently on TV, if this team had real leadership at this point, and obviously we're between owners, we don't know what's going to happen, I think Ron Rivera would be out next Monday. I do. <laughs> that, that, was, that was horrifying. What, what, not only was the decision to play Wentz horrifying, keep, keeping him in in the second half was horrifying, yeah. and then the decision changed this week to Howell is also horrifying, not because Howell's starting, I believe he should start, but because you changed your mind, because Taylor Heineke and other players told you so, bro, get a grip that you're here because you're supposed to be this head coach who's a leader of men. What the hell is going on? (laughs) I agree with you totally, man. I mean, well said there. So what are your expectations for Howell? Like, what do you – I asked B this earlier. What's most important to you this weekend? Now that we know what we know, what do you want to see this weekend? Um, I just want – I love that he's starting. I did not want to see him get in the game when we're already down, you know, 21-3. I want to see Sam Howell play against real players who are trying to win, and Dallas will be trying to win. Um, I just want to see what the kid has. I – Listen, my dream scenario is he lights it up to such a degree that we believe we have something. Um, Is that likely? No, I guess it's not. But I don't know, guys. For some reason, and maybe I'm just absolutely insane, I've had a hunch about Howell since we signed him. There's something about him I like. Maybe it's absolutely dumb. I mean, listen, this year in New York, I don't know if you guys remember – you know, this kid, Chris Streveler, was the Jets MVP in, in, in preseason. Preseason, and yeah. Uh, yeah, he got on the field, and he looked like a guy who shouldn't be on the field. So preseason means so little, but I do have a feeling this kid could be good, and I know that he was very highly touted at some point. There were people who at some point thought he could have been a high first-round draft pick. Yep. So maybe there's something there. And the fact that they vouched for him the way he did, the fact that Taylor Heineke, by the way, what a – You know what? Here's my question for you guys. Is Taylor Heineke absolutely just a stand-up dude who wants to see Howell play? Or was there a little part of him that felt that way, but also felt like, you know what, you didn't want me to start last week? Go ahead, don't start me this week. Uh, I think there's a little bit of both of of those things in there. And possibly some other stuff. Yeah, I I agree. Are are you prepared – and this is kind of the weird reality of the NFL. Like, 
Heineke has become such a huge part of the, whatever's been going on down here for a few years. Like, it's possible we don't see Heineke again in a burgundy and gold uniform. Are you, are you ready for that, Peter? Um, I, I, it, listen, I'm prepared for it because if that happens, hopefully it means they have something better. Um, but I also, like, I don't know, man. Thought I thought they really, had better this year. <laughs> I know, and, and but the thi- and the thing is, though, I'm like sort of stuck on this because, like, part of me feels like I'm ready for it. Okay, it's cool. It was a cute story. Let's move on. Part of me feels like sort of about him, like I did about Cousins. Like, should we have just said, you know what, this guy does have something. Let's actually treat him like he's going to be our guy. Design games around him and see what he's got. Um, is it possible that Taylor Heineke could still improve? This is this is year two of him playing off the couch from his sister and brother-in-law's house. Is it possible that Taylor Heineke could be pretty good? So I, I'm back and forth between those two things. Um, I will be sad if he – I'll be happy for the dude. If he gets a deal, if he could go somewhere and get, you know, like $5 million for, for, for a year or two, I, I'd be really happy for him. But would I be sad to see him go – Absolutely. I mean, there's just no denying that he's a lovable teammate for a reason. Um, and furthermore, I, I, I ordered my lady a Heineke personalized uh, jersey, and it hasn't come yet. So that would be really upsetting. <laughs> Maybe you can return it by, uh, by Monday. Yeah. Um, well, I, we'll see what happens. I mean, clearly we'd love to see Howell go out there and ball out. I don't know how realistic it is. Um, there's also this thing, and I don't know if you've seen this, and, and frankly, I don't believe it, that Florio has floated out. As everybody's trying to figure out what they're going to do now that the Bills and Bengals game isn't going to be played, Florio said um, there's a, a number of options on the table, um, including maybe a neutral site for the AFC Championship. But there's also this. What if they expand the playoff fields to eight teams for the AFC and the NFC? I don't, I don't think this is happening at all, but if that happened, all of a sudden this weekend's game against the Cowboys matters a lot for the Commanders. Wait, can you explain to me, though? Cause I'm how, not would smart. That, how would it, though? How, saying, how would that help? Because, because then the one seed wouldn't get a bye. Because it, you know, the Bills were the one seed. Now they're going to fall behind the Chiefs, presumably, if they win in the win column. So to make it more fair to the Bills, they would not let anybody get a bye. So they'd add an eighth playoff team. So what spot is Washington in right now? Washington, well, Washington right now is probably in 10th or 9th. Mm-hmm. But if Seattle and Detroit lose and Green Bay wins, that would put Green Bay at 9-8 and eight at the 7 seed. Um Detroit and C- and Seattle would be eight and nine, and Washington would be eight eight and one, and presumably get the That's if they win the, the current non-existent they eighth win. seed. Yeah, in a, in a scenario <laughs> that actually doesn't exist. No, you know what? You know what? I'm stopping this right now. Let's not even this throw it out there, JP. This is this is the most pathetic conversation that's ever been had. I, I mean, we, we can't do this. <laughs> Peter, thank you for the time, dude. Appreciate All right, it, babe. Be cool, man. Love you guys. Peace. All right, brother. That's our boy Peter Rosenberg as we discuss completely hypothetical situations. I'll explain when we return. Don't go anywhere. It's Beamish Finley. All right, folks, some important stuff, Um, some really important good news here. 
Damar Hamlin's doctors in Cincinnati held a are holding actually a press conference um, about his remarkable recovery. Um, some quotes from the doctors. This is via Mike Giardi's Twitter account. They say there's been substantial improvement. Um, they say he has made a remarkable recovery. Um, they've given super strong praise to the Bills medical and training staff. I quote here, they had a significant event on their hands and immediately responded. This went as well as something like this could go. They did a fantastic job, and it's why we are here today. Um, Apparently, DeMar Hamlin is able to write right now. He's not speaking yet because he is, uh, I think, because they still have, like, tubes down his throat. Mm -hmm. Uh, They'd like to see him to be able to breathe on his own. Um, the doctors say there are still many steps in front of him. He's got to continue to improve. And if he's completely breathing on his own, that's when they'll be ready to discharge him. Uh, they really want him to be able to get home to his family. But, man, I, I mean. The writing on it, the writing says a lot, I think. Yeah. If your brain is working, yeah. it's a huge, yeah. huge, huge step. And, I mean, you talk about what actually matters, man. And, and gosh, this is uh, – yeah, you know nobody's out of the out of the woods yet. You, you, you still nothing's nothing's over or certainty, but there's real reasons for optimism. There's great doctors, the first responders from the Bills staff, and there at the Bengal Stadium, and 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 B, that's something you fought for as as a player. Yeah, as I mean, a, as a union representative, making sure every stadium had the exact same level of care in case a, a incident like this happened. You know, because right. you think back to some of the years when I was playing. One guy met met two uh, interns with an ambulance there. Uh, Another stadium may have all the qualifications that they had in Cincinnati. But the next one, it may be something in between that or less than that. You know, so it it was something that I thought was vitally important. And as I stated, like, when you're in those positions, you don't fight for you. You fight for those coming after you. Try to leave it a little better for the people that's coming next than it was for you. And I think we tried to do that, but ultimately – the league enhanced it and pushed it more. And everyone says that that hospital right there can handle any situation that goes down. That is uh, great news coming out of Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, Landfill, you got some uh, some betting results for us, buddy? Uh, I do. B. Mitch took the Warriors last night. They lost, unfortunately. Uh, JP took a system pick, NC State. They won. And That's I right, baby. Uh, took Tottenham, and they also oh, you won. Took, you, you, took, you try to get on Leon Goodside, taking his team, I see. Hey, man, you know who I'm taking tonight? Don't do it. I, I'm not taking soccer, Landfill. Oh. I, I don't know how, how else I could impact you. Okay. Uh, I like I like Luca and the Mavericks tonight at home with the Celtics coming to town. Give me the Mavs plus three tonight at home. I'm going to go directly against you. Give me the Celtics. <laughs> What about you, Landini? <laughs> um, I am going to take the Caps minus one and a half. Ooh, that's big. They got Columbus tonight in Columbus? Yeah. You know what? Scratch that. Uh, Caps, Blue Jackets, under six and a half. Well, I was just going to say, it's a, it's a good time to be betting against people from Columbus. So mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't hate it. Um, thank you to all of our guests today. Thank you to Coach Loxley. Congratulations to the Terps on their bowl win. Thank you to Sean Merriman, Mr. Lights Out. Always appreciate when he joins the program. Thank you to Peter Rosenberg, who just joined us for our incredibly silly hypothetical what if they add another team to the playoffs. I do not expect that to happen. 
you never know. It's a weird world. Um, by far the most important news you'll hear today is that there is real reason for optimism with the recovery of Damar Hamlin. Uh, can't wait for tomorrow. It is a, is a Scotty's Vodka Red Bull Friday. Grant and Danny coming your way next. Thank you to everybody that listened. If you made it this far, I owe you a DC brow. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.